everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us on this sunny Tuesday afternoon. Yay. Yay, finally. Uh, we have Neil Justin joining us from the Star Tribune. How are you, Neil? I'm good. How are you two? We are good. good. I It was fun to see you at Bob Newhart, but man, was that disappointing, the muddy sound. Yeah, I could barely hear, uh, and I thought it was just me. No. But, uh, I think uh, uh, three-fourths of that show was people leaning over and asking their seatmate what he just said. Yes. Um, so I, I kept expecting them to fix it, um, but uh, they, didn't. they never really did. I know. That was, I mean, it was such a thrill to see him, and I did hear, like, maybe... Yeah half the jokes, but I got shushed by another lady because I kept asking another lady, what did he say? I mean, it was it was just, it was, we wanted to hear him. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad. And, and you know, that whole thing, I think, uh, maybe it would have been more interesting if there had been a and a with him, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Uh, he's so quick-witted. And he I is. know you had a chance to talk to him, and, and so did I before he got here. And he's got great stories, and... Um, you know, I think that material, some of it is pretty dated. I, I would have preferred maybe some sort of panel discussion or a roast or a Q&A, kind of like what Carol Burnett does. Right. Um, that would be fun, so many, yeah. So many good stories rather than those old party jokes. But it was still a kick to see him. Yeah, it really was. Do you think that comedy fest will come back? Well, they'll do a second second year of that? They've said they're coming back for sure. Okay. And uh, they're already talking about little improvements they can make here and there. Um, so I thought for a first year, there was a lot to be, uh, you know, uh, commend them for. Um, but I never really felt like a festival, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think um, they can make some steps to, uh, we, I wrote a story today that made some, some I read it, it was good. You had good suggestions. Yeah, and we'll see if they follow, you know, if you look at what they did in Nashville, uh, they're in their second year there, second or third year there, and it does seem to be making steps toward more of a festival feel and more diversity, and so on. So hopefully Minneapolis will follow suit. Okay, all cool. right. So over the weekend, your story uh, ran, or maybe it was Friday, with the interview you did with Jane Fonda, because she's going to be in town uh, July 6th at the... Correct. Is she at the Ordway? She's at the Ordway. Ordway, okay. I, Fonda is so busy, right, that a phone interview with, with her was rescheduled six times. So when you finally did talk to her... Was it fun, and or had you even had you talked to her before? I had uh, talked to her briefly, like after a panel discussion mm-hmm. for Grace and Frankie, but that was the first time, sort of a formal interview. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's Jane Fonda, yeah. so uh, I love talking to people with uh, long careers and have, have stood the test of time. But uh, folks like that can also be intimidating, and. Yeah. Certainly, she doesn't suffer fools gladly, and, and you know that coming in. So, you got to do your homework. You can't wing it with right. somebody like her. And I had plenty of time to prepare because uh, uh, they kept uh, postponing it, and uh, <laughs> there was uh, very limited time with her. Uh, but she was terrific. She's very honest and direct, and um, you know. Uh, said some things that surprised me, and like uh, I'm looking forward to the event. She talked about the movies she thought that were terrible. What, what um, were like what? Uh, there's a movie called Sunday in New York that she, um, you know, uh, can't believe that people still ask her about. She spoke about another movie she did that, can't remember the name of it, that I'd never heard of that was pretty terrible. Um, but, you know, she, um, she has her opinions. Uh, as you know, she's not shy about them, and 
I'm sure we'll see a lot more of that on 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 Saturday. Yeah. So she's is that all a Q and A thing? And are you the moderator? <laughs> I'm not moderating okay. it. Um, I'm not sure who is, and I don't know how much of it will be uh, Q and A with the uh, audience. Uh, the way they're billing it, I, I got the sense that there'll be ample opportunity for uh, people in the crowd to. Uh, to pop up and ask questions. Uh, although I've, I've heard that, Lori, you are not allowed to ask no. questions. Oh, they, Listen, they, you know they've what? seen your work on the on the SAG red carpet. Uh, and, Neil, uh, they we were offered to interview Jane Fonda, you know, a phoner, and you know, coming uh-huh. in early. And Julie said we should totally do it. And I said, who's going to prepare? For the interview, because you can't, like you said, wing it with Jane Fonda. Right. If she's giving you 10 minutes or whatever, you better be prepared. I said, I, I don't, and she's like, oh, fine, because she knew. That oh, just even the slight the, risk oh, of having Jane Fonda like, call no. you out for a bad question is just best no. to admire yeah. from afar. So this event that's happening at the Ward, uh, the Ordway, or, uh, the Ordway, excuse me, is just more of a Q&A, kind of a retrospective on her career oh, in cool. the cinema. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, you know, it, it's it's being billed as about the cinema, and uh, you know, I'm sure that some other stuff might come up. But I think it'll be fun. Look, there's plenty to to ask Jane Fonda about uh, in her long life that she's led, and um, there was a terrific HBO documentary that oh, covered that all that. Oh, that was so good. I think it'll yeah. be interesting. I'm hoping it's an evening that just looks at the film work. I think that'll be fun. Um, and, and stays away from some of the other political subjects and so on, and just look at that body of work yeah. as an actress. Legend. I think I think that'll be a lot of fun, um, and uh, you know, stories behind on Golden Pond and Clute. And I was surprised that she still had uh, still considered Clute to be one of her best works. Is said, you know, it is about a, a hooker, right? Um, she did win an Oscar. She did win an Oscar for that, uh, but I was surprised she still had great things to say about it. Because um, I'm not sure how well that film uh, holds up. I'd be curious to watch it again. It's, sure. It's been a while, but it should be a fun evening. Yeah, cool. okay. And well, did you explain to Julia who Jane Fonda was? She did. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jane Fonda was. <laughs> but Julia's busy. She doesn't have time to keep up on what's going Yeah, you know. You know. Okay, so what do you? what's on TV right now that you just think is really great or people should watch what are you watching oh boy uh well um you know it's all about the landing on the moon i mean in the next few weeks we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff to celebrate the 50th anniversary of man walking on the moon and um as i'm discovering talking to a lot of people of a certain age (laughs) that event doesn't mean much to them yeah um you know, uh, I know Donnie was, was uh, you know, actually covered that story. I did. I was uh, <laughs> yeah. 37 years old at the That's time right. working for CBS yeah. News. Yeah, no, but I did watch it. I was a, I was a t- young teen. Well, Neil, are you watching Big Little Eyes? Are you a fan of that? Because I think David E. Kelly is just crushing it with his uh, screenplay from the little novella that Leanne wrote for the second part of this show. I'm still not. I, I've watched the first three or four, I yeah. guess. I, I'm not quite sure why we needed the second season other than to see Meryl Streep. Well, uh, I don't quite get it. Um, it seemed like something that was a one and done that was a really uh, well done mystery miniseries with something to say and this seems like purposely stretching it out to take it. It is, of and Monterey. we are glad for it. We wanted to go <laughs> okay. back to Monterey, see the clothes, see how these ladies are 
living with their lies and in their beautiful homes oh, yeah, and how I, are they dealing with it? Well, a hot summer show that's making its debut over the holiday weekend, Stranger Things season three. Neil, mm-hmm. have you had a chance to preview any of the episodes? Because the marketing for this season is out of control. So many product placements for this show. Yeah, and uh, that sort of measures the fun it has. I've seen the whole season, and I have a piece on David Harbour, who plays Sheriff Hopper, uh, was in town last week, and um, I've got a piece on him running tomorrow. And uh, I would say the season is is a little ickier. Um, There's a lot more goo and gore. But it's more fun. It's more fun. There's more Nazi classic films. Um, There's a whole subplot with New Coke and... Uh, you know, reminding you of the ice cream parlors that were a big part of that era. And uh, there's so many references to old classic films. And, you know, there's a romantic banter between Winona Ryder and David Harvard that will remind you of all that stuff that took place in Romancing the Stone and uh, those romantic comedies that seem to have disappeared now. Yeah. so I would say this season is is a lot more fun, especially if you're a fan of eighties uh, fan of eighties pop culture. Um, there's not sort of a reach for a deeper meaning like maybe there was in the first couple seasons. Just a ride. Um, in, in many ways, this was the most uh, enjoyable of the three seasons. Okay, cool. and I'm I'm curious: Are you in or out on the Kevin Bacon Showtime uh, series, City on a Hill? I'm in based on the first couple episodes. Um, you know, it's not quite as good as I hoped. It's not The Wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't capture that sort of urban feel as well as uh, so many other terrific series. But it's not bad. Yeah. Um, right. I, I think the dialogue is good. I think it's um, good characters. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I'll finish it. Okay. What about you guys? I, 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 I've I only watched the first episode, and, you know, I just all watch Kevin Bacon and really anything. I love him. But I'm also curious your take on Euphoria on HBO with Zendaya and what age you tell people, you know, for their kids to watch it. You know, teenagers. Uh, I would say uh, you should be at least 37. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Donnie, in 1969, are you, are you could have watched it. it. Yeah. Are you liking Euphoria? I mean, I think it's kind of wild. Not really. Not really? I, I think it's trying to... It, look, it, it, I, I don't have any kids that age. Yeah. Uh, but I find it really hard to believe that uh, teenage the teenage years are that dark. I, I mean, I, it's I, really... I, I think it is, Neil. I think we're getting a real window into teenagers, and I am concerned and worried for them based on this show. Neil, we got to go. Thanks, Neil. Okay, take care.